2: You're listening to the Sans Pants Network. No 3D November. Stay strong, gamers. Flat games only. Nice, they're grabbing
3: that.
2: Welcome to this week's episode of Thumb Cramps, a video game review podcast for everyone whose thumbs are cramping. I'm Joel. I'm Jackson. And today, Jackson, we mm. got two big things. That's One. true, we have two huge <laughs> things for the people and for ourselves. Two things that the audience is they're just screaming. They're yeah. sitting listening to the podcast. Most podcasts, when you listen to Stop the podcast- Stop talking
1: about my nuts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's Andrew Levins and he's huge nuts.
1: <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, Andrew Levins. Wait, what, what was the melody I sang at the beginning that was our new intro? I can't remember.
2: Do-do-do-do! <laughs>
1: That's it. That's, what, that's the sound of my balls. That's the your
2: balls knocking together. Like a Newton's cradle. And the reason that, that we've got a new theme is because a new theme song. And I the reason say, we're talking about nuts in a way. Is because this is the first episode of No 3D November. Yeah, that's it. Flat true. games only!
3: Flat games only. No 3D.
2: 3D <laughs> is bad. It's It's got health benefits. <laughs> it improves your jawline. Yeah, it's it's spiritual benefits. Yeah, exactly. You got more motivation. Gaming retention is real. Yeah, that's and that's what we're here to talk about today. That's what we here that's why we're doing
3: no 3D November. As as
1: as Australia's premier flat earther slash flat gamer, <laughs> uh, I could not be happier <laughs> to be here today.
2: And today we're gonna be looking at Blasphemous 2 and other games. Holy moly. <laughs> Blasphemous is this game series. Well, it was a game. Now it's a game series because the sequel
3: came
1: (laughs) out a couple of weeks ago. Good stuff.
2: Good stuff. That's why you're the best.
1: (laughs) It was Um, my my game of the year in 2018. Yeah. And Jackson. Had to play it, but he said, I already tried playing it and I don't like <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. And yeah. And I was like, Well, how do you think I feel when I have to play all of your games?
3: <laughs> well, that baffles me <laughs> that you could not like Pod Racer or Drauk 2.
2: Couldn't understand. Are you excited to uh, play Shadow Man this year? Shadow no, Man of the Cradle no, I'm of not. Destiny? What? Where- how could you not be Cradle of Destiny? It's just called Shadow Man. Where am I getting Cradle of Destiny?
3: I don't know. Those <laughs>
2: are just gibberish words. So good. <laughs>
3: I'm, I'm making up Shadow Man games. The Shadow right. Man
2: games are Shadow Man and then Shadow Man: The Second Coming. Because the only reason I know these second ones called The Second Coming because that's the game where they got in trouble because they were uh, paying people ten thousand dollars <laughs> to advertise on their loved ones' gravestones.
1: Yeah, that's okay, awesome. I've just done some googling, and the only. <laughs> Existence of the words "cradle of destiny" yeah. is a Vocaloid J-pop album <laughs> by by someone called Glint of Sound, Kaya, and Shooty. Did, did, is that
3: did, have I heard this before? It's a, what, has it <laughs> warmed its you way, tell way me into my Jackson. brain,
2: "cradle Glint,
3: of what was it?" Glint man. <laughs>
1: Uh, glint of Sound.
3: Glint of Sound. Well, shout out to Glint of Sound.
1: Um, No, actually, I should have known this from the get-go. Are you a Venture Brothers fan? Yes. Jackson? Okay. One of my favorite shows of all time. Great show. Incredible. There is a 2008 an eight episode... <laughs> Of, of the Venture Brothers called Shadow Man 9 in the Cradle of Destiny. <laughs>
2: okay, there it is. <laughs> so it, it turned out it was... You this, could
3: forgive me for
2: getting that confused. It was actually just a deep cut uh, <laughs> Venture, Venture Brothers, Brothers reference. <laughs> so, all right. Blasphemous. Um, I played the yeah. first game. I really liked it, but I also... it. I had to approach it twice. The first time I played it, it kind of bounced off me because I was just not good enough. Yeah, fair enough. But I... I found it, like, I wasn't good enough, but I didn't find it engaging. I kind of, like, hit this weird in between where I was like, it's hard and I'm struggling, but I have no desire to get better. Yeah. Then I played a few more. I think I also I hadn't been playing many, like, difficult games or even games in a similar style to that uh, prior to Blasphemers.
1: And this is before you got the um, the, the medical knowledge that you are, by definition, f***ed in the head. <laughs> Yes, I'm Jeff in the head. Jeff in the head. That's right. Uh, can I just say, as like the father of actual children, children who go to school, <laughs> mm-hmm. where, where uh-huh. they, they might listen to podcasts from time to time. Right. Like, my my kids know the word, f- <laughs> and they know that it's an adult word, and they're not allowed to say it. But sometimes other adults say it, and that's fine. Yeah. words they don't know include what did you say last week? Like jacking my pussy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I feel like I that feel, would have been Jackson that it, well, said I that. I could have
3: said Jack and
2: my pussy. Yeah.
3: Wow, Mario's so awesome. I'm jacking my pussy off. <laughs> <up. laughs>
2: could have said that. That's true. I wonder if it was Ruby that said that. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it was definitely Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because that's interesting. With the three of us doing a podcast. Yeah. I'm the one with the least <laughs> pussy. <laughs> I think we come equal last there. <laughs> Any- <laughs>
1: anyway, all I'm saying is <laughs> we
2: should reconsider our rules approaching the new in the new year. What's safe for schools and what's not. Yeah, I'll speak to the teaching board and figure out if I can get to the bottom <laughs> of it. If we this. can change the thumb cramps constitution,
1: we'll see. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense to me.
2: Constitution aside, schools aside, it's time to talk flat games. Okay, And uh, off. Yeah, enough. so before my me- medical diagnosis, mm-hmm. bas- Blasphemous One bounced off me. Yeah, Went back to it, uh, I reckon probably close to a year later. And it clicked yeah but unfortunately i got stuck and other games came out so i put it down that's the most dangerous thing that can happen to a gamer <laughs> yeah if you get stuck and another game comes out that's a light it's yeah it's it's happened to me many times yeah me too lots of games have suffered because of it yeah sometimes i go back sometimes i sign no yeah <laughs> goodbye, game. goodbye games yeah uh, but with the first Blasphemous, I got probably like five or six hours in. Got to a boss that just kept handing my ass to me. <laughs> okay. He's just said, hey, look at this hey, ass. I and got I got an ass for you. <laughs> That's mine. Hey. <laughs> That's mine.
0: How'd you get <laughs> that? <laughs> get that.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, and then other games came out and I just, I, I put it down and I was like, I've put it down for too long. I don't remember where I am or yeah, what's going on. I'd have I to restart that. it. But Blasphemous 2 came out last week or the week before and I was like. Oh yeah, I'll check it out. Bought it, started it, and immediately I was like, Oh, this rocks. I'm in. I'm so in. Yeah, nice.
1: Yeah, I've been playing it too. I'm I'm like, I think two thirds of the way through it. Yeah. And I cannot believe what a streamlined experience uh this is compared to the first one. Yeah, oh, really? Um it has all the charm and like and grossness of the first first blasphemous game, because mm-hmm. yeah, if if you're not familiar with this series, it's uh extremely influenced by like fourteen hundreds era Catholic uh, like, horror. Yeah,
3: which rocks so much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, love the Spanish of it. Spanish Catholic horror. Yeah. Um, it's
2: a lot of penitents. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, you play the penitent one who is a dude with a big cone on your head. Yeah. And I'm not talking about Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> <laughs> Although I would be pretty sick if you have to beat the final boss by... What does he hit? He hit something with a golf club or something? Yeah, what do they do there? <laughs> While singing... Uh, Sometimes I feel I've got to... <laughs> do, 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 get it's a good movie. Yeah,
3: it's oh, Tain- a great
2: movie. <laughs> Tainted Love is the song. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, I always get cone heads and airheads confused, but in airheads, their heads are regular shape. They're just doofuses. <laughs> yeah, but in cone yeah. heads, they're aliens whose yeah. heads are cones. I wonder if air... And they're doofuses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> I guess there's a lot of air in there
1: regardless. What about the movie Earth, Women, or Easy?
2: Remember that movie?
1: No. I, I only watch movies where, the, in the title, they describe the head of the characters. Fair <laughs> yeah. Mm.
2: I'm trying to think of other
1: head-based movies. Yeah. Those, they might
2: be the only two. Uh,
3: I surely... love the
1: show Herman's Head.
3: Oh, yeah. Great show. <laughs> yeah. Uh Bride's head revisited. Does that count? <laughs> I don't
1: know if no. I, there's no woman who gets married that you go inside yeah. her head. That's, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's no, true. understood. Understood. But if I remade it, then would...
2: <laughs> Bride's head revisited, revisited. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, you start blasphemous two straight off the bat. It's like, hey, pick a weapon, which yeah. is different from the first one. The first one you just start with a sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this one, and Jackson, it was really hard. It presented me with three weapons. Okay, I'm listening. A regular big sword, which nice. okay. uh, was very reminiscent of the weapon you have in the first game. Mm-hmm. Sure. So very balanced. Yeah. The other one was two daggers. So nice. Like okay. Dual wielding, daggers. basically. Yeah, yeah, stuff. They're a little longer than daggers, but they were kind of like daggers. They're quick. Yeah. Don't do as much damage, but quick. Mm-hmm. And then the other one... Was a huge mace, oh baby, and the mace is also a head, oh <laughs> like, baby, a face on it. yeah. It's, it's it's a statue's head, but it's still a head. That's the best, like a morning star, not like a mace, in like it's not a club with a thing, yeah, on it. it's yeah, yeah, the, a chain. And it took every, every, ounce, every ounce of, ounce <laughs> of my <laughs> being to be like pick a normal weapon because unless you tr- like practice with each of them, yeah. I was like, I know what this game is going to be like. If I pick the big, slow weapon that's hard to use, it's going to be really hard to get engaged in this game. Because they're going to be like like one opening per boss fight where you can do damage. But the damage
3: you do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
2: baby. Jackson, I'm sad to report. I did just pick the regular sword. I got to play it and pick the hammer, I guess. (laughs) The hammer.
1: I picked the the two daggers.
2: Yeah. Um, but wait, Joel, how much have you played? Well, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. Then immediately, which I think is a bit a bit different from the first Blasphemous. First of all, it doesn't tell you how to play the game at first. It just immediately puts you against a boss. Love it. And then when you beat the boss, it then reteaches you the controls. Oh yeah. Um, the boss fight is a classic Blasphemous boss fight where it's hard, but then there's a clear pattern. Yeah. So yeah. It took me. I died a couple of times on the first encounter in the game because I was like, I forget how to do this. But then I figured it out, and then yeah, didn't get hit. in Nice. The,
1: I mean, Third you have a, a sword and a button that presumably moves the sword. <laughs> I, like, well, I don't understand what you were that confused about.
0: Well,
2: no, not confused. to finding the rhythm of the game because
1: you've also got okay, a dodge yeah, yeah. and it
2: hasn't told you the dodge button. And yeah, I was yeah. like, I know there's a parry, but I don't know if I can parry yet. And it just hasn't told me. And then also you can't parry the big wheel that yeah, yeah. that's being thrown at you anywhere. That's fair. I was only dying to like cheap shots. And then I got used Shot. to dodging the cheap shots. Yeah, yeah. Any, anyway, killed that guy, learned everything again, was like, oh yeah, that's right, that's how it works. Uh, started the quest, explored a bit, fought some big bosses, every enemy's scary, and then you get presented with a new weapon. Oh, okay. It's the big mace. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. It turns out, and the game doesn't tell you this at first, but there's actually like places that you can only explore by using the mace. Oh, that's cool. So There's bells that the mace rings, Yeah, which then makes platforms appear so you can move around different areas, and once you get the second weapon, you can switch between the two you've got.
3: Oh, that's cool. Um, Are there uh, more weapons later on? Well,
1: well, then you keep playing, and then you eventually get the third weapon that you didn't yeah. select oh, first. Oh, cool. So, cool. Yeah, and um, here's the thing that uh, that... You don't need to worry about uh, what Dusha was saying at the beginning about the game being annoying when you use the big mace. Yeah. Uh, because I have all three weapons, and by far my most used weapon is the big mace. <laughs> Hell <that>
3: yeah. <laughs> it's actually so pretty good.
1: fast, and it can hit. Not only does it do one big hit, sometimes yeah. it does two big hits.
3: <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can
2: charge it up. Also, you can set it on fire. That's the best yep. feeling. Yeah. Picking
3: away—I I mean, it's—it is fun as well. But picking away at a boss's health versus knocking it out in three very specific hits—oh
1: <laughs> man! Oh, there's no, there's no three specific hits in Blasphemous. It's like you're, you're still chipping away, regardless <laughs> yeah. of how powerful your weapon is. <laughs> yeah, bl- um, it's very much like yeah, pattern recognition. But the the phases of each boss is just so delightful. There's so mm. much fun. Have you found the um, the blacksmith boss yet, Dusha?
2: No, I'm still pretty early in the game. I was going to say I've only probably put like two hours in. Oh, yeah. I wanted to play it more, but uh, I a bit of behind the scenes news. Would have had more time to play the game, but my laptop broke, which I'm not playing it on. Yeah. But my laptop breaking meant that all the work that I would needed to do this week uh, all of a sudden got way harder to do mm. than... Uh, so yeah, you're my... trying to do it on your
1: GameCube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, editing software on the GameCube stinks. These,
3: yeah, analog sticks did not make it easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Needed the Donkey Kong. <laughs> do it with the Donkey. <laughs> trying to Maybe the it. Dance Dance Revolution map will make <laughs> this easier. And then
2: I'm like, on on trying to figure out how to buy it from my phone so I can plug it into my. GameCube so I can send emails <laughs> using the Dance Dance Revolution map. Realizing the Dance Dance Revolution map for the GameCube is one of the rarest accessories. Being like, oh, it's how much f- f- $400? <laughs> Just to send an email. <laughs> well, I guess I got I it. I I
1: should have gotten the U-Draw tra- tablet for my Nintendo Wii.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, t- quick side note with the u tablet. That yeah. is one of the funniest decisions that a company's ever made. Of Ubisoft being like, I think it was Ubisoft. Yeah. Yep being like, we'll put all of our money into U-Draw because it's been such a huge success for the Wii and we're going to port it to the Xbox and the PlayStation and then sold like... Eight copies. Yeah, like yeah. something so disgusting and they had to fire heaps
1: of people. <laughs> oh, no. But um, then Nintendo released a console that has a tablet. Yeah. yeah. And you would think they'd be like, you know what, it's kind of going to be very easy just to port the game without the peripheral... To to Wii U, but they just not (laughs) have two tablets, idiot. (laughs) Also, the uh, Nintendo console
2: that had a tablet also probably resulted in a bunch of people getting fired yeah
3: that's true that's yeah. true
1: no they don't fire people in japan you quit out of shame <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then you are never seen again <laughs> <laughs> um so play blasphemous two um you've played two hours yeah so, which is because that's what it stands for blasphemous two hours yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. um but there's a boss in it called uh, well he's i don't know what he's called but he's the, he's a blacksmith and when you when you find him uh it's he's just like sharpening a blade and like he doesn't like pose a threat to you, but then you just go and hit him with your mace, and oh, the fight starts. <laughs> and um, he has three phases, but in the between each phase, he like jumps to the back, like the back back yeah. of the screen, yeah. and then just starts throwing swords at you until he finds the uh, sword he was that, looking for. Then comes rocks. back, and you've got to fight him with a more powerful sword. Um, and he has like panpipes over his face, like a mask, so he telegraphs yeah. all of his moves with like this. Like Pam. Palette, oh, guys. that's so cool! It's so so good. I, like it, it has such great atmosphere. His moves are so fun. It was very satisfying beating him. Excellent, probably my favorite boss fight of the year. Second is I don't know if you've have you fought the the um, boss, which is actually two guys in Blasphemous Two yet?
2: Uh, no. That's what
1: Blasphemous what Two stands for. Blasphemous two guys. two guys. The
3: two guys.
2: Two, two, two guys.
3: guys. Two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so, a multi-use um,
1: title. <laughs> There's, like, a you you fight this dude who's, like, basically, like, beating the heck out of you with a coffin, um, and uh, once you take... I, I was surprised on my first ta- uh, attempt of at getting him down. I, I beat him, but then um, he falls on the ground, and then this little freak bursts out of the coffin, and you've got to take down the little freak, <laughs> oh, and I did. Sick. I had, like, a slither of health left. And I was like, "Wow, I can't believe I beat this two-phase battle!" And then they both rose back up, <laughs> and you have to fight both of them at once. Oh um, and that 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 took me many many tries. But uh, another fantastic moment in That's games so for cool. 2020. Every
2: boss fight in this is very much like a white knuckle experience. Like yeah. you're just sitting there, being like, <laughs> getting sweaty. Yeah, I, I
1: chose the. I chose the um the two little swords, little daggers, because it reminded me of the nail from Hollow Knight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um and I've been chasing that like, you know, perfect feeling Metroidvania for a while. I think Metroid Dread is definitely like the the the, the most perfect since Hollow Knight. Um I think yep. this is definitely up there. The map reminds me a lot of Castlevania Symphony of the Night, but it's very elegant yep. in its design and it just links back to itself. So you're like, Oh <sighs> wow, how'd they do that? Which yeah, is extremely satisfying. Um, One thing it does... Jackson, I think you'd love it.
3: I should. It I should there. give it a go. It I, is should get, I should get back into it. Truly it's definitely wild better than the first you game. don't love this
0: game.
2: Yeah. yeah. Because it has, like, it has, like, a really complicated and stupid lore. Yeah. But the game lets you just totally disengage from past that. it. Yeah, I know. And it's so convoluted that it's almost like the game doesn't really need you to... Especially because it's, like, super religious but super, like, everyone has shame and should yeah, be yeah. P- paying I think, penance and...
1: Yeah, I think Jackson even watched the, the, the cutscenes in this because they're all Whoa. delivered with this like pained <laughs> Spanish accented voice, yeah. like oh, penitent one, please <laughs> give me your mercy. Like yeah, like that know, does wow. sound good. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah, maybe. Hey, maybe I'll review it next week.
1: Maybe <laughs> <laughs> Um
2: uh, I don't remember the first one had this, but yeah, it's cool having like the fully animated
1: cutscenes in between. Yeah, and, it like, was Pixel art like, last game and apparently yeah. just Get, making them full anime style, way cheaper. Oh, yeah. Whoa. They, they saved our money by doing all the cutscenes in, in anime. <laughs> That's,
2: That's so wild, but yeah, I guess that sort of makes sense. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot more anime studios than there are pixel art studios.
1: The one big complaint that I've seen from people is that the uh, gory executions that you would be able to do mm. um, uh, after doing a few perfect parries or like getting enemies down to a certain amount of health in yeah. the first game, there's a lot less of them this game. Oh, but okay. like, you know, again, it's just pixel art animation, takes a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, for so. sure. And that yeah. doesn't feel like it's going to
2: completely like detract from the overall experience. It's just like a
3: thing. Do you want
1: Blasphemous Two to come out in twenty twenty three or twenty twenty five? It's up to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: exactly. And then also, if you go too hard with it, um, Australia sometimes steps yeah, yeah, in and yeah, say, yeah. "Oh, actually, uh, actually, you can't play this game. Not for you." Yeah. yeah, true.
1: Yeah, you get you get to save one second of your life while watching Killers of the Blood of the Flower <laughs> Moon.
2: Yeah, that's exactly. awesome. We uh, thumbcrumbs hasn't touched on this because I don't know <laughs> why, why we would. would. We? But yeah, uh, yeah you're, you're, yeah, you're waiting fl- for the switch port. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Killers of the Flower Moon, the new Scorsese film, was censored for one by one second in Australia. That rocks. What what was censored? cool uh, gore. It was, yeah, it was a bit of bit of violence. One second of violence. Oh yeah, one second of gore. Yeah, oh, I, it's so pretty funny. much an autopsy scene. I think that was censored. Uh, okay.
1: But, I mean, I think we'll be able to watch the regular version on Netflix. They just wanted to make sure it was in cinemas with an M rating instead of an MA one.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, although sometimes censorship, and this is just a side note, because movies are censored way more often than you think. John Wick 3 was censored in cinemas in Australia. Uh, John Wick 2, however, was censored on Netflix in Australia, but the uncensored version was in the cinema.
3: Huh.
1: Interesting. The more you know.
2: Yeah, Yeah. because John Wick 2, it's the naked suicide scene. um, Yeah. In Australia, we were like, that's fine. That's like part of our MA15 plus yeah, rating. chuck it in. But the British audiences were like, oh, no. trikey <laughs> <A> Titty. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it was the nakedness that got it. Oh, uh, really? So, yeah, it's censored although a quicker cut uh, when it went online. And in John Wick 3... Uh, a knife goes into a guy's eye and Australia was like, that's an R18 rating here. And England were like, we don't care. Blimey. <laughs> Blimey, <laughs> I had it <a> coming, eh? <laughs> anyway, ratings and censorship yeah, usually a very stupid. Uh, Blasphemous 2, it rocks. I'm having a really good time. The more I talk about it, the more I just want to play it. Yeah. Uh, I dig it. Yeah. So if I just leave halfway through the podcast, that's what <laughs> I've got to do. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. And when it comes to no 3D November, flat games only. Yeah really strong start really strong not, really it, flat game I'm not even thinking about 3D games yeah that's <laughs> yeah dude I'm glad and it's only going to get easier yeah the <laughs> the first 7 days of no uh, no the, 3D November yeah.
3: it's going to fly by can, how can you rate this game obviously regular thumb score but also how flat it is
2: <laughs> uh yeah so uh,
1: <laughs> how, how I'm going
3: to I'm going to give a five thumbs. Yeah okay nice. Wow. That's how good. flat
1: it is. How for... flat
3: blasphemous blasphemous <laughs> blasphemous
1: <Flat-famous.
3: laughs> Flatphemous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how,
2: how flat is Flatphemous, dude? <laughs> blasphemous flat- too It probably could be a bit flatter, but it is pretty flat. And the fact that the cutscenes are anime, which is also flat. Yeah, that's flat. That's that's, flat as hell. That is flat. Although, the first one is flatter. Yeah. yeah, Blasphemous (laughs) 1 flatter than Blasphemous 2. Yeah, Blasphemous 2 better than Blasphemous 1, but Blasphemous 1 definitely flatter. More flat. Interesting. So I think... The flat score, I'm going to probably give it four flats. Okay, four flats? (laughs) Four four flats, but five thumbs. Okay, four flats, five five thumbs. Yeah, and the more I play it, it could bump up to six. It could (laughs) get flatter? No, it won't get flatter, (laughs) but it could bump up to six thumbs. I could consider maybe putting it on my short list of games to consider for game of the year. That's crazy. It won't get game of the year. I finished Tears of the Kingdom, and it's definitely going to be that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's good stuff. Anyway, Jackson, what have you been playing? Uh,
3: I've been playing a little game
2: uh, called Dome Keeper that I... <laughs> funny name.
3: <that> I <laughs> Dude,
2: I love when she keeps the dome. <laughs> she
3: keeping my dome. She keeping my dome. Um, No, so this is a game I played a demo of mm-hmm. Uh and and then I was like, oh, I need a flat game for no 3D November. Yep. Uh, and I was like, where's that demo? But it was gone. <laughs> where to go? I don't know.
2: <laughs> I just left
3: left my Steam. So I uh, I got it properly. Um, was it part of Steam Next Fest? I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't know much, do you? No. This this game came out last year. Huh? huh. I don't know where my
3: Dome Keeper demo went, <laughs> but it disappeared. So I got the full game. I liked the demo enough. I was like, it's worth it. Um. So it's a tower defense. A kind of roguelite, I guess? Roguelike, So you you have this little dome that you're in alien Yeah, were, you yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No. This is a danger for reviewing something with dome in the title. <laughs> yeah, so I got dude. a tiny dome that <laughs> satisfies no one. <laughs> um, and I'm living in the dome. Yeah. Um and uh, underneath the dome is Two knots. Uh, two fat knots. <laughs> um anyway, is uh the earth, obviously. But periodically, my dome uh-huh. will get attacked by aliens, which are, like, these various shadowy little monsters. Yeah, And I need to—the the sort of loop of the game is that you go underground, you drill down through, like, the various layers of, of rock, mm-hmm. collect resources, and then you've got to fly them. You get a little jetpack. You fly them back up to your dome— And then you can make your dome better. You make your dome better, or you can improve, you know, uh, other stuff around the dome or whatever. (laughs) Uh, But you have to basically so the the loop is like go underground, go mining, collect enough stuff, and then get back to your dome in time to defend it against uh, sort of whatever's coming. Yeah. So it's a pretty simple gameplay loop, but it was yeah really like kind of satisfying and fun and tense. Like when you're quite deep underground because you've already mined out everything else in your in your mine. And you're, you're down there looking through the scraps, and then you get that little warning like, oh, crap, your dome's being attacked. Yeah, Flying back up. Check is, your dome, brother. <laughs> check your dome. But it's cool as well because uh, – so one of the things is that when you, you mine, say, a block, and in that block is a bunch of gold, the way they'll appear on the screen is as, like, little gold cubes. Yeah. You press space bar or whatever, and you collect them on, like – tethers Mm -hmm. and then you have to fly them back up to the top of the dome but the more things you attach to yourself the slower you are so there's a kind of like oh man i need to get all of this back up to my dome so that i can improve it or i can improve my abilities or whatever but also i'm going so slowly and my dome's being attacked yeah so i i I like that i thought that was cool it was a, a fun kind
2: of um decision to make whilst i was playing did you, at any point whilst playing Dome Keeper, did you think about the fact that the game you are playing had the same initials as Donkey Kong? <laughs> well, uh, no. But I'm thinking about it now. <laughs> yeah, so the DK rap could be the Dome Keeper rap. It could Keeper be about rap. Dome Keeper. Dome D-K, Keeper. D-K, DK. dome,
3: dome, dome Keeper. Keeper. <laughs> Yeah, they could make a game Dome Keeper Country if they, they wanted to. Domekeeper Country. Or they could make a game where you have to go back in Donkey Kong <laughs> <laughs> to defend him. Like maybe you play Your donkey's an, no, you play like an ant. Yeah. And Donkey yeah. Kong's sitting on like an ant hill and stuff. But uh-huh. he's also I don't know, for some reason he's paralyzed. <laughs> so you need to go into Donkey Kong.
1: What if Goldeneye you go back and play Goldeneye and you put on DK mode but it's dome keeper
3: mode. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) James Bond's gonna protect his dome. (laughs) He's gonna well DK mode does give him a big dome. That's true. He gets a huge dome. That's true. And he's got a pretty famous dome in both senses, old James (laughs) Bond, you know, tell you what. He's got a famous penis. He's he is a a movie star or movie character. (laughs) He is a movie character. (laughs) With a famous a <laughs> I don't know if his dick is famous. Well he he famously
2: makes love to a great many women. Yeah, that is true. So in a way. <laughs> I don't um, know. I think that if someone's notorious for having heaps of sex, you don't say they got a famous
1: dick. Uh... <laughs> they don't yeah, because they just want to meet the dick. They don't they didn't necessarily want to do anything with or to it.
3: Yeah. yeah. They just they uh, yeah. just want to
1: get its autograph.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. I think Jury's out on that one. <laughs> um so along with just collecting resources and bringing them back to your dome, uh this is the kind of roguelike element of it is buried underneath your um, your dome are these
2: <laughs> You've said dome so many times.
3: <laughs> it's a dome. <laughs> <laughs> um, are these uh, sort of like you can dig out a, a space that'll have like a, it's just like a big kind of square covered in like a digital sort of whatever. Yeah. You bring that up and you get an back to your dome and you get an upgrade. The upgrade I got that I've kept through a lot of my playthroughs was a little dog with a drill for a face. Hell yeah! Called Drillbit, I think.
2: Drillbit Taylor,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Owen Wilson. Yeah, Owen Wilson. Wow! Wow! wow. No, but, and so this dog just stays underground and mines for you, but he gets sleepy, and so every time you come back from defending a dome, you have to wake him up and get him drilling again. Yeah. But then something that I, I guess this is not that amazing, but it was cool to see is that, so you can upgrade your dome, you can upgrade yourself, you can upgrade your laser that you use to defend your dome. Uh, But the moment I got the dog, I got a whole skill tree for the dog that I could upgrade, yeah. which was nice. And then I got another upgrade that I found was like a, um, a stun gun yeah. that was added to my dome so that it would stun enemies while I was trying to defend it. So I liked that. I thought that was fun. And there was enough kind of crunch to, what you needed to do and how you needed to defend your dome because it's it's obviously it's like a semicircle and you have a laser that you can move on the parabola of the semicircle mm-hmm. but when it when you added like that stun gun it was like well I know that stun gun's stunning an enemy over there I can deal with this problem here and yeah. I don't know I thought that was good I liked that a lot um yeah it's a very simple game but very cute and and fun and it feels like there's a lot to it that I've yet to uh, tr- truly uncover And it's flat as hell, baby. (laughs) Yeah. It's a flat game. It is. So how many thumbs? I'm going to say probably like four thumbs. Yeah. Like it's a kind of game you could just chuck a podcast on and just kind of like mellow out to. Yeah. And how flat is it? Well. How many flats out of five? I was going to say five flats out of five, but then thinking about it now, when you're underground. Could be flatter. Well, because like you're, (laughs) you're, Clearly meant to be on a three D plane, mm. you know what I mean? Even though it is all two D, don't worry, I haven't busted yet. But it's all two D. Day one would be a rough time to boss. <laughs> but it's all two D. But it seems like I don't know. You are in a three D space, and that's it's pretty obvious that they're trying to imitate, they're trying to emulate that visual. Yeah. So I'm actually probably going to say it's three flats and a half flat. <laughs> Three flats
2: and a half flat out of five flats. Yeah, yeah. And also, just quickly, uh, third specific question just for you. Yeah. So you were talking about drill Bird. I mentioned drill Bird Taylor. Do right. you know what that movie's about? Uh, it just—it's it's a funny titled movie. I
3: don't know if I'm getting confused with another movie. Is it something like some kids have a bully?
2: And they hire Drillbert Taylor? Drill Taylor to beat the shit out of their bully. That sounds right. Yeah, I can tell you that. Photograph the Weezer song is in the end credits, and it came out in two thousand and seven. I don't know why I know those <laughs> two things.
1: Yeah, okay. Don't know what the movie's
2: about. <laughs> I think that's what Drillbert Taylor's about.
1: Yeah, Owen T- Taylor is a is a bodyguard, right? I think so, but like not very yeah. good at it. Like that's
3: the joke. Like he's a bodyguard, but he's sort of, it's Will Forte, yeah. No, it's no, no, Owen Wilson. Oh, no, Wilson. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson.
2: Will Forte oh, wow. is
3: Magruba. Yeah, Will Forte yeah. is Magruba.
2: Is this the plot of Magruber we're saying? No, the plot no. of
1: magruber is... is way better than Drillbert Taylor.
2: Okay. Yeah, Magruber rocks. He keeps threatening to... His villain's name's Van Conth. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, not a swear word, so I can say it. You can say Conth all you like, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, five
3: thumbs for... No, not five thumbs. Four thumbs for Dome Keeper and... Taylor. And, yeah, domekeeper Taylor. Domekeeper <laughs> Taylor. How flat's domekeeper
2: Taylor? <laughs> um, five I, flats. I think drillbit Taylor. Unfortunately, is only one flat. Oh, that's sad. Uh, Still a bit flat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, on the post, the post is flat. What's the flattest part of the human body? Mm, oh, Watson's kind of Cheek? got like a flat nose. Yeah, oh, true. Forehead's pretty
1: flat. No, it's like the bumpiest thing in the universe. You talking?
2: Isn't about? it like? No, because is isn't it like well, Yeah, f- doesn't he have
3: like the broken nose kind of thing where he's got the like, Yeah, which little... means there's
2: like a flat
1: bit. Oh, okay, I see what
2: you mean. Yeah, sort of. Um I guess the bottom of your foot's pretty flat. Not really.
3: It's bumpier than. Well, if, if you're flat footed it is. Oh, if you're flat footed. Yeah, my brother's like that. Yeah. He's got full hobbit feet. They're just like he's like he's walking around in snowshoes. <laughs> Not me, I have beautiful dancers' feet. <laughs> <laughs> gamer's feet <laughs> i got gamer's feet for twirling and pirouetting yeah, a bad case of gamer feet <laughs> no yeah. you know what gamer food
2: um <laughs> what's your what's the flattest part of the human body to you
3: then? i don't know
1: that's why i was asking mm. the ass cheek no but like they're... in the middle oh arse... the inside the inside the ass crack ass cracks crack.
3: pretty flat
1: crack's that's true it's like a
3: cliff <laughs> yeah okay all right it's good be it really about got you thinking. not your favorite thing to think about. I do love thinking about crack.
1: <laughs> In brackets, ass. <laughs> oh. In brackets, Jamoan. <laughs> the
2: crack. What's the crack? What's well, th- the crack? That's, uh, yeah. He drank that Guinness wrong. He's got stuff on his nose. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah.
3: Anyway, Levis, <laughs> what have you been playing?
1: <laughs> um, quick question: Is Mario Wanda a two a, a flat game? Because it is a two D platformer.
3: Well, it, okay. So here's the thing: It's no three D November. Two point five D, not
2: three D. Isn't three D? So it will obviously be penalised on the how many flats out of five. Flats.
3: Yeah, it's going to lose points in the flat category. Look, I have
1: an extremely flat game that I can talk about, but it's a playdate game that will not appeal to many of your listeners. No, that's okay.
2: Like um, niche games are exciting because that means that when we post about the episode, usually, uh, whatever the niche games creator will, it will just. Get, they'll get like a Google or yeah, something. Yeah, that's for true, it. that's true. And then uh some poor, poor indie company will listen to thumbcramps <laughs> by hearing a review of their game and we've mostly spent to talking about how flat's an ass crack. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um okay cool well i'll talk about the indie game then super mario wonder is, uh, <laughs> Mia one of the best games of the year so much fun my kids have COVID at the moment and we're just just ignoring all responsibilities yep. and uh we're gonna we'll be finished that game by tomorrow oh right? hell yeah uh excellent time but uh let's talk about a a, a very flat game on a on, i would say the flattest console on the market right now and that is the Whoa, oh, that's true this this console I, i've had it for over a year i think it came out maybe 18 months ago but because of um uh development and like uh you know manufacturing issues uh this like i don't know i feel like there's like two thousand people in the world that have a play date um well and you're one and of them. you're one of them. i am one of the lucky few uh and i still play it from time to time um uh my kind of like Favorite experiences on it are like little throwback adventure games, and that is exactly what Resonant Tale is. Um, do you guys have a favorite Zelda game? Minish Cap. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Majora's Mask
2: is probably mine, which isn't an exciting okay. answer. Mm. What if instead it was of the Link answers, to the Past, you said
1: Link's Awakening? Link's Awakening. <laughs> oh, cool! I do love yeah, Link's Rich- Awakening. Great game. Yeah, I, lo- I-, I love Link's and Link's Link's Awakening. <laughs> um, and, uh, Resident Tale is extremely reminiscent of that. In fact, you play as someone called Leet, like L-E-I-T. Um, okay. And, uh, you wake up on a mysterious island with no memories, which is exactly what happens to Link at the start of his awakening. Um, yep. and, uh, basically you have to go and, uh. Wake up a bunch of shrines or whatever, and you know you get the diamondy parts and you get little weapon upgrades, that kind of thing, uh, as you visit different parts of the map. And uh, this is like a real pocket-sized Zelda tale. I've played that's cool. about an hour, and I'm like, I reckon another hour and I'll be done. Uh, and it yeah, is. Hell yeah. uh, I don't know if you guys have laid eyes on a playdate. Um, I've seen and, yours, but yeah, um, <clears throat> but. Yeah, the uh, like it's a pretty small um, small screen. It only does uh, black and white and monochromatic black and white at that. Yep. Uh so you are limited in terms of what you can do with the system um for a platformer game or or a Zelda like, but these guys have done a really really great job developing it. Um I think it's just made by one person. We can figure that out. Yeah, Orange we can learn Thief that. is the, is is the developer. Um but uh it was like 5 bucks. Okay, it's developed by uh Four to five ish dudes. Um, Scott Hall is the, it seems to be the main developer behind it, but okay. it has an excellent soundtrack by uh, Rupert Cole as well. Um, but uh, it one of the great best workarounds they've done is that you just always have your sword out once you get it. Oh yeah, and you you just bop into stuff and it automatically attacks. Oh, that's and, great. Oh, yeah, that's smart. Like, yeah, mostly it's like for environmental hazards, but they've kind of come up with all these other great ways to like have boss fights where like you have to only attack the right things as opposed to just like wildly swinging yep. your sword about on a, on a, on an enemy's weak spot. Um, yeah, that's and mad. then it's like fun, fun puzzles where yeah, it's like environmental puzzles and like the dungeons are really fun. It has that, like, you know, everyone is a f***ing maniac that you speak to that only speaks yeah, in yeah. riddles. Um, do you have, how does it incorporate the crank at all? No, not not yet. But sometimes they they'll okay. they'll hit you with a bit of crank action, like in the last in the last <laughs> yeah. fifteen. You know, nice. Uh, yeah, look, this is a uh, overall thoughts on owning a playdate for over a year. But um, it, this is made completely independently from Panic, the studio that released the playdate. Yeah. Yep. Um, when this console came out. They did a thing where every week for the first twelve weeks you get two games. Yeah. Um. And since that initial twenty-four, uh, they haven't they haven't released anything properly as as as, as uh, like published by them by by Panic. Mm, huh. um, they do have a like an uh an e uh, which is called um catalog. Oh yeah. And every few weeks or months they'll put a bunch of new, completely independently uh, developed and published games up on um their their e but. I don't know. It feels like that you know. Even yeah, obviously the people that the amount of people that that own a playdate is probably a lot smaller than they initially envisage envisioned. Um, it feels like they've kind of squandered their their yeah. uh, the, the the love for this con- console, which is a bit of a bummer. But there is an amazing indie scene of uh, not just people developing games for it, but there's like there are fun discords just dedicated to like talking about and finding new games on the on the playdate, um, and that's kind of made me feel like a bit. Like better about my purchase, yeah. Uh, but it just—it's it's weird. Like they—they they announced like a uh, um, a dock, for example. Like this cool dock that not only like you know was a was a cradle for your yeah. playdate to charge in, but also you're gonna get like a radio station app, and it would have <laughs> a speaker, and you could play like a a, a streaming radio. Yeah, it was like a city pop inspired like eight bit. That, that's cool. Station. Through the play date, and that's so appealing to me. But that does, there's no there's no word of when that's coming out. Yeah, and or if it's not very transparent in their messaging. Like they did, Panic did like a big uh, PAX showcase earlier in the year, and had to make a disclaimer like, "Oh, nothing to do with the." The playdate play be in here, and it's like, well, why not? I don't. I I have a planet. What's, what's yeah? What people you doing with people this thing are next? still like it's a beloved console. Like even if it's yeah. not,
3: it's got such a dedicated um sort of like user base. Even if it's not gigantic, and
2: I
1: thought, and all, that- and all I want is like you know hour long experiences. I feel like they could get some pretty big names to make small games yeah, for it. You know, for sure, and 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 the, the dude who made um. What's that detective game that everyone loved from a few years ago? Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu. A deadly premonition no, <laughs> <laughs> <No>. Yeah. <laughs> uh Oberdin. Oh, yeah. yeah. To Obra Dinn. Um he's making something. Oh, that's cool. cool. But beyond that, we don't really know anything coming up, which is pretty frustrating. Yeah, and they called shame.
2: those first 24 games season 1 or something, didn't they? Season
1: 1 exactly which implies the there's going to be a second yeah, one. Yeah. Where is it? Where's where season 2?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, unless they're
2: like still, because I know that they're still struggling to get out pre orders and the fact that there's like 30 guys on Earth that have one, but they, I feel like they sold a shit ton. So I would have thought they would have been excited to just like pump out more. Or are they not going to announce season uh, two until the pre orders are filled so that people stop annoying them?
1: It's a good few tens of thousands of units that have been out so far, like at least over 60. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I, I made some videos about the playdate when mine arrived on uh, on my TikTok account, and yep. a lot of the videos got like like one of them got three million views. Yeah. Um. And uh, and and most of the other ones, like you know, giving little impressions on each game or like talking about the catalog announcement, got a few hundred thousand views. So people are interested in this in this little machine, and I just I just hope they're not just going to ignore it for the rest of their lives. You know. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it sounds like that this game's at least good, though.
1: Yeah. Resident Tale's really good. And I, I've, look, I, I, I last week, I, um, for some reason, all my videos from last year just got pumped up in, ev- in everyone's algorithm again for two weeks. And uh, <laughs> huh. I was like, maybe we should make another Playdate video. So I bought a bunch of new games and uh, really, really excited to go through them all. But Resident Tale is uh, exactly the kind of game that uh, I, I love to play on this console. And uh, hopefully I'll get a few more of them before the year are over. is over. Rock and roll. How many thumbs? And how flat is it? I'm going to give this a, a nice, like a, a solid three thumbs. Yeah, nice. Yep. Um, That's good. Like a, a respectable three thumbs mm-hmm. and uh, five, five flats out of five, five. flats does not get flatter than That's that.
2: Flat. <laughs> That's
1: flat. It's extremely flat isometric view game.
2: Ooh, I um, I had a look at some screenshots while Levin was Levin's mm-hmm. was talking about it. It's flat. Can you show me? Yeah, well, I just closed yeah. it to... Well, show me... Okay. No, no, he do it too, <laughs> yeah, okay, He doesn't deserve it. <laughs> my phone is right next to me, but... No, 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 it's fine. Getting me on here, making fun of my nuts. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hey, Jackson, if you wanted to look it up, and this is a little fun game we can play, yeah. what would be the name of the game you're looking up? Resonant Tales? Oh, you nailed it. Yeah. Oh, you got it right at the end. You've messed it up. Resonant Tail. Yeah. Okay,
3: well, I mean, come on. Tales
2: v. <laughs> Tale relax <laughs> i'm i'm so relaxed i'm actually shocked you got that yeah me too <laughs> i'm glad you're paying attention yeah see flat oh baby that's flat <laughs> <laughs> baby i hear the flatness yeah. calling flat as heck
1: but like look if anyone if any indie indie devs are listening um and they would like to make a cool little adventure game i think playdate is such a sick uh platform for that
3: Absolutely. If, like,
1: honestly, if I could play, like, a one-hour Link's Awakening-esque title a week, I would. That's, like, a dream scenario for me. Like, oh, another little freak just woke up on an island and leavened yeah. the for it. <laughs> if any
2: indie video game developers are listening, and I know that a bunch Some do, do. Listen, yeah. what are you going to do? Step one, you got to make a game for play day. yeah. Step two, got to put me and Jackson in it. you got to put in us in it. Step three, got to give it to Levens for free yep. in exchange for a TikTok video. Yeah, that's the three-step plan to
1: success. <laughs> and step four, don't be upset when I work out that the game's actually all a dream. Because <laughs> I've played a few Link's Awakenings before, my friend.
2: Yeah, that's good stuff. Hey, Jackson. Yeah, someone's at the door. I'm just going to let them in. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, we gotta oil that door. That door's so creaky. <laughs> hey,
3: everybody, it's me, my, 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 Mr. Ads. <laughs> hey, Mr. Ads. Hey,
1: what's up, Mr. Ads? What could you possibly be here for today? Well,
3: uh, obviously, Ads. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Come on. I think you are gonna review do, a game. D- why don't, why don't do you, why do you ever review a game? Yeah, I
3: uh, can't play video games. Why? i uh, d- d- got a doctor's what a, note. What about flat ones? <laughs> Doctor says if I look at a video game for too long, my I'll get sick in my eyes. Yeah.
1: Can you review the doctor's note? Yeah,
3: it's bad handwriting <laughs> and it's embarrassing.
1: So, how many thumbs? What well, do
3: you do it out of out of thumbs? Yeah, one thumb.
2: <laughs> and how flat is it though? Out of five flats. Well, it's a piece of paper. So it's
3: flat <laughs> as hell. One flat five flats. Five flats. Thanks, Mr. Five Scherz. flats for my doctor's note. Yeah, he says my eyes will get really sick, like conjunctivitis, <laughs> but worse if I even see Mario. So <laughs> can't be done. Alright, <laughs> here's the ads. I'm gonna go. Goodbye.
2: them See you, Mr. Ads. Bye, Mr. Ads. It's sad he's sick and complex. I don't, games.
1: I don't believe that. I think he's telling a lie. <laughs> Pretty crazy. I just got an email saying that they um, they had a sex stream about Mr. Ads. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: that's so funny you're getting an email, Levins, because this is actually the part of the show where I read out emails from the Thumbcrams listeners. Holy mackerel. If you email us at thumbcramspot at gmail.com, yeah. I'll see him, and I'll read him out. Um, I'll, see I'll, see him. <laughs> I'll see him. I'll Charles see him. I'll see him. Joel's going to look at don't him. Don't worry. We'll peep him. Straight off <laughs> That's never good <laughs> Straight off the bat Yeah um, And I think that this is probably a good one to
1: start with Because okay. this email,
2: it's one we haven't had
1: The type of email we haven't had in a room doing, doing this segment of your podcast I think is the lowest point of my yeah.
2: life Every time I do it Well you're going to like this because it's its not It's not anything, it's just okay. rude to the host Oh okay, that's good <laughs> Subject to the email, cowards Oh, And then it's just an ifunny.co picture <laughs> That's a picture of Dewey from Malcolm in the Middle with purple drank gold chains and gold guns and stacks of money. And it says, everybody talking about Nintendo Switch 2 this, Nintendo Switch 2 that. Maybe you should Nintendo Switch 2 getting
1: some bitches. (laughs) And somehow that's the best email you've gotten all year. (laughs) That's
3: somebody who, yeah, they've got our number. Far out. That's awesome. More emails like that, please.
2: Well, here's another shocking email. This okay. one is uh, not sarcastic praise of the podcast. What the <laughs> hell? So this is from Jen. Okay. Hello, Thumbers and fluorescent guests. Okay. Just wanted to let you know that months and months ago, I heard about Untitled Goose Game from you guys, and my husband and I played it together and had a grand old time. I've been a delighted listener of your podcast ever since. Uh, I'm not a bigger gamer myself, but I do truly enjoy hearing about them from y'all. Cheers, Jen. And the subject was, yes, thumb cramps, you are doing a good thing. <laughs> That's crazy, Jen.
3: That's nice.
1: This You're, has been a normal... I'll give you a nice, a nice reply for you, Jen. Um, if you liked Untitled Goose Game, especially the music and the thought of, of playing an Australian-made video game made you feel warm inside, they just released... Um, the complete collection of the frog detective games oh, hell yeah. on Nintendo Switch. Same composer, Dan Golding, uh made the music for that game too. He did Untitled Goose Game and made in Australia. So pick that up. Frog Check detective. It out. There's no dedicated yep. honk button, but you're a frog detective. Still.
3: Yeah. The fact that you're a detective and a frog surely makes up for the lack of honk button. <laughs> you can honk yourself. Um <laughs> uh, we can mod and then it we've got to add a honk button. <laughs>
2: <laughs> would it be a rivet button, or would you keep it as a honk?
3: I think every game no. should come with a dedicated honk button. Yep. Mario, yeah.
2: you should be going honk. <laughs>
3: I think, and
1: everyone just is genuinely upset <laughs> by the fact that the character is able to make that. <laughs> yeah,
3: <sound>. they're
2: scared. <laughs> Let's go, honk,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mario.
2: <laughs> please, <laughs> <laughs> please stop honking. Uh, this is from a coward, uh, sir. Let's coward see that coward alarm. <laughs> coward. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it do- they did sign off a coward because I like to hear the alerts. Okay, okay. well, that's for
3: you, coward.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a coward says, Hi, video game boyfriends and gamer guests. And then they asked two very normal questions. Okay. And I think that we've broken our emailers' brains by being like, send us normal emails. we've just got normal ones. Yeah, but they're like weird normal <laughs> where they've thought too long about them. Oh, no, cramps. it's become too <laughs> normal. <laughs> Question one. Do you take notes so you remember what to mention in your reviewing? I'm sure I know the answer. I feel stupid just asking. <laughs> well, our coward... In the first like five episodes of Thumbcramps, when the podcast sucked shit, yeah, Yeah, we did have. I did. I
3: remember writing down notes on a piece of being like, "This is how I got to review a game. Got to talk about all the elements
2: of it." And guess what? It stunk. It was bad. It was boring to listen to. So so, uh, yeah, no notes now. No notes. Perfect. (laughs) No notes. It's better. It's better this way. Uh, The second question: How long does it take you to settle on a month's theme? Have you pitched stupider munch themes you haven't used? Have you pitched smarter themes you decided was too smart for you guys? Well, here's how we think about a theme for the month. We look at the month of the year and we think about what the video game theme is for that month. Because <laughs> they're not made up of thumb cramps. Yeah, that's true. They're just game of months. One theme, though, that we <laughs> considered but never <laughs> happened.
3: And it's all I almost feel bad mentioning it because maybe we were going to do it down the track. rock Rocktober. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Where like... we played rock-themed <laughs> <laughs> games. But I found it, we decided not to do it, but it was it was a like sort of non starter. But I did download one rock themed game called Rock Simulator that made my computer run really fast. And then I looked in the comments <laughs> on Steam, and people were like, I think this game's mining Bitcoin. <laughs> so, that's awesome. So that's one theme that
2: nearly yeah, happened. Yeah, because it was Rocktober, it was going to be rock games slash games that rock. So yeah. you're going to review rock, rock games, games, and I was going to play Guitar here. Yeah, that was the plan for the month. There you go. There's that's I think the only.
0: But Abandoned then we did. Deal. What did we do? I think you should do
1: Adaptable. that, but in March.
3: <laughs> yeah, October, March. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome to think that we didn't do that, but we did add October yeah. instead. Well, we're we're beholden to whatever the month actually
2: is. Yeah, so it was Add October so Nintendo could do. Yeah, Nintendo sent us a calendar of 2023, and yeah. every month has the themes. So exactly. We're going to it. it was weird they to- have placed April <laughs> on a Nintendo calendar. That's but- good. But if you're listening to a, a you know video game podcast, video game YouTuber, and they don't do the months, they get them. They know about them. They just don't do them. It's sickening to me. Just before the end, the Email section of the episode. Uh, we just got one email from a listener that's confusing, and then one email where it's pretty standard
1: thumb cramps affair. Okay.
2: Uh, so we've got and we've had this person email him before.
1: Okay. Uh, this is what you should do is one a one email policy. Like you just block the, <laughs> yeah, their email yeah, accounts once just... you get
2: the email no out. because follow up emails are often far more confusing and baffling.
1: I listen to the podcast and you're. <laughs> <off>. <laughs>
2: Well, this is from a smoker, okay, as in like Ahsoka, but a but a smoker, smoker right? Uh, and you may remember them from like six months ago, and their profile picture on Gmail I is a with a huge doobie. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, so a smoker is currently tripping. Bo- uh, okay, just no subject. Mm-hmm. I'm currently imagining Jackson without a beard. Uh, my tripping has taken a turn for the worse. <laughs> yeah, that's you want to just turn your trip instantly. <laughs> Think about me without a beard. And then they, it's they a bad look. They replied again, and they had done that trick in Just Cause 2 that you really wanted to do. Oh, uh, yeah. Where they'd grapple hook to their car to the underside oh, of a bridge. So and So awesome. on. And then they sent a video of that, obviously. Yeah. I can show you this outside of recording, but listeners, too bad. <laughs> that rocks. A- anyway, to bring this part home. Yeah. And this is from someone that's emailed us a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And look, they're, they're an email you love hearing from, Jackson. Okay. But uh, a couple of weeks ago, it took a turn for a bit, but it's taken a turn back. Okay, nice. Uh, so this is from the nuclear family, the Culvers. Oh, I love the Culvers. <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> to my video game boyfriends and FFS and guests. Uh, subject, getting my eyes lasered. <laughs> Next Thursday, when the episode drops here in Canada, I'm getting my eyes lasered. Uh-oh. It's my goal to hopefully listen to the podcast during surgery. But if they won't let me, I'll certainly be listening during recovery. Any Either way, thanks for being there for me. All our love and devotion, nuclear family, the Culvers. Hey, the Culvers... I, I what if they <laughs> what if they laser your eyes wrong? Well, you've got the podcast playing. I guess you'd have headphones in. <laughs> 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 I was imagining you're playing it on like a. Speaker somewhere. Yeah, the laser tech isn't gonna be like, <laughs> what did they say? <laughs> 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 Trying to shoot the AirPods <laughs> out of your Yes, we gotta stop this. Yo, oh, that's scary. We're doctors. We're meant to make them <laughs> healthy. And this is podcast is wrecking their life. Too many buffoons that I'm hearing right now. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to send us an email, hit us up at Thumbcrams. Wait, wait,
1: can I can I add to that email? Yeah. yeah. Um, because I watched a like a a middling cartoon while I, while I had a vasectomy.
3: yeah, <laughs> oh, yes. that rocks.
1: And I was like midway through, like going, huh. "Huh, pretty funny, I guess." And then I realized I could smell my my scrotum being burned back together.
2: <laughs> Whoa, that is good. I have heard that the worst part of a vasectomy is the smell and like the sounds. What was the was the smell? What did it smell like?
1: Like burning, burning skin flesh? or burning hair, burning or... burning hair. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, I no, I had to shave. Yeah, to nothing. Uh, so there was no hair involved. Yeah, fair enough. To the bone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, if you want to get in contact with the show, email isn't the only way you can do it. That's true. In fact, this is something we also demand, which is, mm-hmm. and we don't ask much of you listeners. Yeah, you... we just ask that you open whatever you're listening, the podcast app of your choice mm-hmm. However, Pigeons You're pigeon. thumb cramps, talking about
1: Carrier Pigeons
2: <laughs> Talking about everything Yeah uh, And you just open the review section and you're just going to want to write a five star review for Thumb yeah. That's all we ask That's all we ask And you get all this for free You get Thumb for free provided that you do a five star review Everyone else owes us Yeah <laughs> If you've not done the review you owe us uh, and obviously, some platforms like Spotify, you can't write a review, but please still hit five stars. Yes, please. You like it when we go to places we shouldn't be because people think we're <laughs> prestigious. Your five-star reviews help. That's that. what makes that happen. Uh, and this week, we got a couple of a uh, couple of reviews. Uh, this one has given us five stars. Nice. Subject to the review, ten thumbs. Okay. And then the body of the review just says, these guys suck at video games. (laughs) That's fair. They don't know that about me. (laughs) I think we've painted a pretty accurate picture. Oh. I just noticed that the review account um, is called Joel Dusha's Left Nut. (laughs) And as far as I'm aware, my left nut didn't actually write that. So
1: there's an imposter out there. That's
3: crazy. That is the
1: nut I'm missing. Also, you guys aren't bad at video games. You guys are just bad at talking about video games.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we, we're also sometimes bad at video games. Yes. <laughs> exactly.
3: Exactly.
2: There's so too I- many video game genres now. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. I miss when it was just be a guy. It's just like action adventure or a first person shooter yeah. or Mario.
1: I miss when it was just Pong. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. I get pong. Pong,
1: the, the flattest game of, of all. Pong like a, is like flat. flat. One one D number. Let's do it. <laughs>
3: yeah. oh, all right. <laughs> uh, what's a one D game? Mm.
1: <laughs> like a text based one.
2: Oh yeah. That's the only D in that is your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> and the review to bring us home, five stars, seven thumbs, possibly my podcast of the year, and that's from Esky. Oh, thank you, Esky. Uh, we're in the running. I yeah, like to hear that. We're in the running. Thank you, everyone, who wrote us a review. Thank you, everyone, who emailed us. Mm-hmm. Best of luck, Beth Culver, with your, your laser, eye, laser surgery. eye surgery. If the doctor stops operating because they've seen what you're listening to, we're sorry. Yeah, that's our bad. And...
1: Hope you don't have to smell your eye being burned back <laughs> yeah. <on>. yeah. Whoa. <laughs>
2: burning your eye back on. <laughs> uh, and thank you so much for joining us, Andrew Levens, uh, who is very TikTok famous. So yeah. where can we find you? Levens Online on TikTok.
1: Yep, Levens Online on TikTok and Instagram and uh, all the other social platforms. And I also do a podcast on the SansPants Pants Network called Hey Fam every single week with my good friend Angus Truskett. And this week... The episode is about the new David Fincher movie, The Killer. Uh, and also, we saw Paul McCartney, and uh, listeners of Thumbcramps will know that I bought tickets That's to that show true. while recording the last episode Whoa. I did of Thumbcramps. So officially my review of that show is Thumbcramps canon so you have to listen to this <laughs> that's a good
2: hey point fam. and also uh, while you're checking out hey fam and uh levens is Levin's's tiktoks uh check out one that levens posted a couple of days ago when you're listening to this uh of his son of the mask merch collection because son of the mask came up on Thumbcramps last week with yeah that's Pete.
3: true
1: so uh it's all tied together it's all
3: canon baby it's all yeah. Son of the Mask,
1: his. Sans Pants is a flat circle. <laughs> yeah! Flat Toba. Flat
3: Toba, baby, we're back! <laughs> flat Toba? I mean, Flat Vampa. I mean.
1: Flat Vampa, whatever, whatever we're it is, calling dude.
3: it. <laughs> No 3D though. If you want about, me to remember or? what it's,
1: if you want me to remember what it's actually called, call them something not fucking <laughs>
2: stupid. I will we never forget.
3: <laughs> I have
1: to, I have to commend you both on uh, the theme song for last month, though, the what if movies with the game. I was I, I actually quite upset that I didn't do an episode, yeah, yeah, with that theme song. It was a beautiful theme a, song. What if you just kept that as the thumb theme theme song,
2: <laughs> like forever? Well, well, uh, I. I had some bad ideas for December and what the theme song for that would sound like, because uh, I have all of the recordings of all of the themes we used for this year. So yeah. what are they all
3: going to sound like? <laughs> all of this... them at
2: once? Yeah, oh yeah, maybe all was... all back to back. So then the intro for every episode goes for multiple <laughs> minutes.
1: <laughs> I and yeah. it ends with that insanely like <laughs> obtuse clip of audio from the fishing game that Jackson <laughs> yeah. likes. Well, the fo- which kind of sounds like cats. <laughs> it, <laughs>
2: it does kinda... crabs in that. <laughs> I should get Caster to record that. That's anyway, before this turns into a second episode of Thumb Cramps, yeah. let's... Well, let's do it. Let's go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Never forget what Dusha rubbed from you. Business. A second episode <laughs> of Thumb <laughs> Cramps. Yep, that's true. You took well, that from them. <laughs> uh,
2: goodbye, everyone, and keep on gaming. And remember, stay strong. No 3D, flat games only. No 3D, say no.
1: That's why I got a vasectomy so I could only play 3D <laughs> games for no- no- November. <laughs> do you know you can't nut after getting a vasectomy? And if you do, um, it fucks your <laughs> shit up down there real bad.
2: Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, it makes semen come through the stitches, basically. Oh no, yeah. yeah, that's scary as hell. Yeah,
1: and then you have these things called like hematobas or something. Yeah, <laughs> probably definitely not called that. <laughs> Hematobo- the other day, I, I um,
2: cramps theme month.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the other day, I um I, I I I guessed someone's kid's name, and I was like, "What's your kid's name again?" Ankle <laughs> It was not ankle. It was Canon. <laughs> So, shout out to Ankle. Someone named their kid Ankle.
2: Shout out to Ankle. Shout out to Mud. Shout out to Uncle. Shout out to Andrew Levin. Shout out to you listeners. Goodbye and see you next week.